Listen in as we share stories of people who have overcome the challenges of living life with a disability and have successfully created a business, nonprofit organization, or dedicate their time to supporting others. Welcome to our podcast, where today we have the pleasure of talking to an extraordinary mother, Courtney Truitt, who not only raises two sons living with autism, but also has created a successful business. Coach Court, also known as the Autism Mom, is a visionary and leader in the autism community. She is the founder of True Blue Brothers, a nonprofit organization that provides news and resources for the autism community. And Autism Moms Believe, a community of autism moms who come together to support each other, spread autism awareness, and advocate for their children. She has an inspiring story of how she turned her challenges into opportunities and on her dreams. Our guest has proven that with dedication and perseverance, anything is possible. Join us as we dive into her journey, learn about the obstacles she faced, and the strategies she used to overcome them. This is a story you don't want to miss. to the living uh inspired podcast oh my gosh I just forgot what it's called <laughs> a long morning <laughs> the devil tried to stop us today my internet went out at home and I was like not today not Jesus today. not today, not today. No. Right. but um right. so yeah so we're uh Cameron and Chanel and the living inspired content um podcast and today we have Courtney Truett joining us uh, from Autism Moms Believe right? And so Courtney, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from. Um, Tell us about your family. Well, first off, I just want to thank you ladies for allowing me to be in your platform. This is an amazing platform. I'm super duper excited about the platform. And I know they are, it's a a lot of good things that are going to come about with the platform. Um, So thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Well, my name is Courtney, Courtney Truitt. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. It's like on the coast of Georgia. Um, They actually um, have like a a little nickname called Seaport, you know, because we have this huge port. And so a lot of stuff um, is shipped from Savannah. Um, And historically, we have some historic districts. But um, but yeah, I've been born and raised here. I, I met my husband here. Actually, um, we're high school sweethearts, to be quite oh. honest. Yes. And he actually proposed. Well, I met him at 15. He actually proposed to me at my uh, senior prom. All the teachers, all the uh, principals, all of those people knew exactly what he was doing. Um, it was a very, um, oh, it was a shocker. I was a child. I was a child, but yet and still, I went to school still. I still went to college and we got married and we've been married for 19 years now, 19 years. 
And um, he is the love of my life. He is the same person that he was the first day that I met him. Um, an absolutely amazing dad. And the most important thing I want to say about him is that he's an amazing autism dad. Uh, we have uh, my oldest daughter, we gave it about a year to be newlyweds. And so we had her. So she's 17. And um, we have um, our oldest son. He's 13. He has autism. He's on the autistic spectrum. And then we have a younger son, John. He's 10. And he also is on the spectrum. And, um, you know, um, my, 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 my family is amazing. You know, uh, they shifted me to be a person um, of character and a person that I've never, ever, ever thought that I would be today. So um, my husband, as well as my children are amazing, are amazing. And, um, you know, I kind of am, I, I think that I am shifted to a point where I'm only the person that I am because of my children and because of my family. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's so sweet. Wow. It gave me goosebumps. Oh, <laughs> right. Sweet story. Aww. Awesome. <laughs> so you mentioned your two sons that have the diagnosis of autism and mm -hmm. uh, what has been the biggest challenges um, of bringing up your two boys with autism? Well, to be quite honest, you know, my oldest son, when we first had him, you know, we were so excited because, you know, he's a junior and yeah, he, and my husband, um, he plays so much, he's played like football and basketball, you know, he's just this alpha male, you know, he was so excited, <laughs> you know, it was going to be a big deal. We made it a big deal. And, um, and because we had so many people in our hometown in Savannah that knew us, you know, we had huge baby showers and stuff like that. Um, so when, so when my son's baby shower came along, you know, we we're super duper excited. And then a week later I had him and I would say maybe about 10 months in, you know, um, we started to see some different things shift in JJ's behavior, as well as his character and also just his movements and his, um, his, um, I, I would say just, um, him accepting different things, if that makes sense. And, um, and it shifted us because we didn't know what was wrong with him. You know, mm -hmm. we, we, we were always looking like, um, you know, why is he looking up? Why, what is he looking at? You know, we, and we say, put hands up and we did it before, like hands up. And then he didn't do it before he didn't do it. And, and it's just like, um, we, we have to, and I didn't, and I, and I want to say this, I didn't wait, you know, as soon as I seen things that look different from my daughter, um, which was four, almost four at the time, I said, it's, I, you know, I have to figure out what this is, you know? And, um, and, and when we found out the diagnosis, I believe he was maybe a, like one and a half. And, uh, we, we took him to the ENT because he kept getting ear infections. I mean, can, I mean, mm -hmm. Mine stop. Yeah. ear infections. I, I didn't understand it. And they mm -hmm. would, um, and they would keep, and his doctor would, um, keep uh, prescribing uh, amoxicillin, just amoxicillin over and over. And I'm just like, why do they continue to prescribe this? And they're just like, oh, it's just ear infection. And then finally they said, you know, let me just send you over to an ENT, to a specialist. And so we went. And I, at that time I, I was working and I couldn't take off. I was in insurance. I think I was in financials at that time. Um, but I couldn't take, I just remember I couldn't take off. And my mom took him. 
And she called me and told me, she said, um, to the um to the ENT, the ENT, she she brought him in there and I guess JJ was just moving around. And um he he said, it looks like autism. That's what she that's what he said to my to my to my mom. And my mom was like, Well, what what is what is autism? You know, and she and he said, just you know, just look it up when you get home. But that's what it looks like. Um, but yeah, let's throw some tubes in his ears and then, you know, um, we'll move forward like that, you know. And um he just nonchalant. nonchalant left it at that. And right. she called me and she and she called me and she told me that. And I'm like, what do you what is what is autism? You know, what is that? And I had to look it up, you guys. And it, it was just like um mind blowing. I just was like, what? What is you know, and um and I told his, I told his pediatrician and his pediatrician just was like, don't worry about it. He's young. It probably isn't like just nonchalant. And he got his, his ear tubes and, you know, he was still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Started seeing more stuff. And I said, you know what? You got to send me somewhere. So he sent me to a neurologist. And once he sent me to the neurologist, the neurologist still did not diagnose JJ. What? Really? He still said, hey, let's just wait for a little bit. Let him get a little older. He probably going to start doing some stuff. This this guy, he was walking. He was crawling. He was not talking. He was not doing any. He was not doing any sort of communication to anyone. And his daycare, his teacher in the daycare said, hey, um, let me introduce you to something called Babies Can't Wait. And it's a program where um, they work on little therapies for the, the children. And I took it to the, to the to the neurologist and she approved it. And then maybe months later, she gave him his diagnosis. But um, it was um, it was like sad. It was it was heartbreaking. I felt horrible in the inside. I'm like, what did I do? How can I change this guy? And he just kept getting where I couldn't even remove my hand from his hand. He would jet off. He 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 was nonstop, just jittery, anxious, jumping on top of ceiling fans and flipping over refrigerators and just <laughs> everywhere, just doing all kinds of stuff that you could never think that a child would do. It was so um, scary. It was yeah. scary at that time. And I didn't know what to do. So I was like, a cocoon in my home. I did not move. I did not. Um, I, I, no one came to my house anymore. Um, I got. It's almost like I was a prisoner. It it was a shutdown mode because I didn't know what to do with my son at that point. The it only thing that I had time for. Wow. I'm sorry. Right? Go ahead. Like it was such a safety. It sounds like such a safety concern. Oh, absolutely. He was trying to get out anywhere he wanted. He's trying to get out everywhere. And, um, you know, in that in that moment, it was a sad time for me when I first when I first got that diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. And that is such a um, so common, right, among so many um, parents and families that are having those kind of behaviors of elopement, um, destruction and you know, it, it, it can be frightening, right. Where you get all the locks on your doors and, you know, consider the GPS trackers and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's so scary and isolating. Yeah. Oh, I can relate to that a lot. Um, a lot Absolutely. of things that you said, 
in your story. I can relate mm-hmm. to for sure. Um, so how did you grow from, you know, mom, mom of your three kids, two of them autistic to want to start, um, the autism moms believe. Well, um, I said, um, years ago when I, I believe my oldest son was about three, maybe four, he had this huge accident where he jumped on a, um, on top of a toddler chest or drawer and it was a TV on there and the TV fell on him oh. and, um, several, see, I have stories, you guys, um, it severed his uh, temporal, his facial temporal bone here. And um, they thought that his side, the side of his right side of his face would be um, completely limp, um, completely um, paralyzed for the, for the rest of his life. But um, we just, they wanted to do open brain surgery on him at that time at three. Um, But I, you know, we prayed, we, you know, my, my husband is a minister, um, you know, so we prayed my mom's, you know, my dad has his own church. um, So we were all praying and my grandmother said, no, we're not going to do it. And to God be the glory. Listen, for all that he has done, he got completely healed with no surgery it came back on its own um the movement no one could probably tell that nothing was wrong with him till this day and so back then I said to myself I said God you know when he came home I said God you know and I had a conversation I said if you would help me with this child and then I got pregnant again the the next year but I said if you If you would help me with this child, I will help your children. I will tell your children um, what I went through and, and I will help them to be better parents. I will I will try to uplift them through it all and let them know that it is going to be okay if you show me that it's going to be okay. John and I found and I knew it immediately even though he's verbal and you know John is completely different from JJ I knew immediately that he was on a spectrum um I said okay so this I guess this is my calling because I'm going to do what I said that I was going to do and so I started my first platform True Blue Brothers um and it has over 30,000 followers right now. I started that about three years ago. And um, oh, it's wow. absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. He, th- and these are my bro- my bro- my boys. So True <laughs> is um, the last. It, True it basically comes from my last name, Truitt, you know, T-R-U. Okay. And then um, Blue is, you know, that's the color representing autism. And then Brothers is because my boys are brothers. Um, so I started that about three years ago. So it has about 30,000 followers. And then I said, to, because so many moms were in my DM, you know, right. I was just like, you know, these moms need something for them instead of me, you know, pushing out just um, advocacy and autism awareness. I see that moms need their own platform. They need something that's going to help them because they were asking me questions that I couldn't really answer because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm just an autism right. mom. 
And so I said to myself, I have to figure this out. I have to figure out something where it will not only help them, but it will comfort them at the same time. And we can find um, not just one person or two people, but we can find a lot of autism moms. And I know somebody got an answer for your question or her question or her question. And um, God just gave me the name Autism Moms Believe because I know that you have to believe in whatever you believe. That's right. For for anything to come to pass, you really have to believe. You have to believe in your heart, in your soul, in your mind. And I didn't want to just um I didn't want to just be have like just one particular um group of 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 moms. I wanted to make sure that I hit all autism moms, but I also wanted to just to let them know that I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus. I love God. So I'm going to put all that in there. I love God. I love, look, we're going to be talking about G. I'm going to keep that in in the forefront now. So, but I wanted everybody to, to join and, and, and everybody, um, just started to come and it's very, and we're kind of, I consider it new because I have true blue brothers, but, um, but we've been open since July, not open, but we've been, uh, here uh since july of last year and we haven't hit a year yet we're almost there so we have about 1100 moms in there now but it's just not moms it's like doctors therapists grandmas caregivers everybody's in there and it's an amazing platform where's your platform it's on all of social media or is it okay Okay, yes, it is um the the main the exclusive community autism mom's exclusive community is on Facebook because Facebook is the only social media platform that will um, allow us to 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 grow a group of people all in one and they're able to share they're able to post just like me they're able to you know go live if they want to um so the main is the main um group is on Facebook. Um, and it, it is Autism Moms Believe exclusive community. And then I have a platform that a page that's connected to that group because I had to form a page. And so I'm on there um, coaching and just basically uh, motivating and inspiring and uplifting them with different posts. And I am the Autism Mom, uh, visionary of, of Autism Moms Believe. And then we're also on Instagram, Autism Moms Believe. We're also on Facebook and it's under, um, I mean, not Facebook, I'm sorry, TikTok. And it's under uh, The Autism Mom. And then we're on YouTube as well. We have like a thousand followers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we have a thousand followers on YouTube. We're kind of new on there. But it is under The Autism Mom and you'll see Autism Moms Believe on there. We're on Twitter. We're everywhere, really. Because Twitter is The Autism Mom as well. So yeah, we're on there. And Instagram, yeah. Yeah. And I know I mentioned to you before we got started recording that I'm part of your group. And one of the things that drew me to it is your faith, sharing your faith. Because uh, I am a part of different parent support groups on Facebook as well, like local ones that they have in the area, but they're not, not one of them are faith-based. And so I appreciate that about what you're doing. And, <laughs> you know, um, that's so important. And it's so been so important in my life um, as helped me get through the challenges of it. And I and I'm glad to see you do that. So thank you for that. <clears throat> oh, that's so sweet. I'm so happy that, you know, the platform is there. And it's so many people that say that, you know, we're the only platform that's faith-based. And I'm excited. I'm excited about that. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I know some of the questions I had, and I think you were just talking about touching on the mission and the vision and, you know, how your faith is all part of um, developing this mm-hmm. and bring this together. So I think it's wonderful and um, appreciate it. How long have you been in business? Now you said last year you started expanding your platform, but tell me a little bit on how you got started and how that all developed. Um, so for True Blue Brothers, a lot of that came from just um just pretty much trying to find my way. Um it, it's almost like you get you get lost and confused because nobody gives you answers. And and I wanna I wanna make sure people understand that with autism. Like autism pe- moms that have autistic children go through it. And and I and that and I wanna I want everybody to understand that they not only go through it um, with doctors, but they go through it with insurance. It's hard for them to get insurance for for their children um, when they need help and they need therapy. And therapy is not cheap; like it is expensive. And a lot of times, you know, um, you're trying to find all these therapies that you know several people are recommending or your doctor is recommending and maybe your insurance is not covering it, you know, it's it's difficult to get that information and that income and the, the insurance for your child. So, you, you know, you, you know, I got beat down by that. It's like, where, what? because he, in my location, ABA therapy was not even, uh, it wasn't even on my insurance. So I had to pay that out of pocket. And then you're trying to find the right education for your child. And it's just like, nobody even wants your child to be there because he's just, and you really can't fault, you know, anybody else because you know, you're tired, you know, you're exhausted. My child didn't even sleep at night. You know, with a lot of autistic children, they have issues with sleep. Um, So um, my oldest son has issues with sleep. He has issues with gas. He has gastro issues in his gut where he only likes bread and sugar. And and I'm like, look, I got to get this boy some help. And it stresses you out. It it really does. It takes a toll. And um, if you don't have help, if you don't have a community, if you don't have friends, um, family, you know, if you don't have that, you feel alone like that. It's almost like you get weary and you have to figure out, hey, I need some assistance. I need some help. I need some guidance from somewhere besides these doctors. Um, Because a lot of times, you know, you get stuck and um, you, a lot of these moms with their children, they get, uh, these kids get aggressive and, you know, um, their children hit them. I mean, I got moms that their nose are broken, you know, like they got holes in their, their walls, you know, and then on top of that, you know, it's poop all over the walls. I know it, it, it gets crazy with these autistic children in your home. And you love your child and you want to make sure you get the right, um, the, just the right stuff for them. And it's almost like a maze or a, it, it, it's, it's, it's very um, overwhelming. It is an overwhelming situation until you can get a hold to it, until you can find some kind of relief or your answer um, to your problem as the mom, because there's no cure for autism yet. 
there's no there, there isn't a, a magical pill you know there isn't a magical you know like everything there isn't anything you know all you got is your mama <laughs> us the autism mama. that's all they got you know so so when you find that place and I found that place in social media I found that place I found that place connecting with beautiful women like you guys I found that place just connecting with like-minded people that could understand. And if I say something, it's not like, whoa, what? They did, huh? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that they did it because I've seen that before, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's cool. So yeah. that's where I found that at. And social media is amazing. I love social media. I love that because you're right, like... When you're trying to make a decision, okay, my, my kid's doing whatever. I'll use my kid for an example. He has pica and he eats things and he chews on his fingers. So, you know, we're, um, treating him for pinworms multiple times a year because like you said, poop and whatever else. (laughs) And like, I don't know when you're just trying to figure out how to navigate and you're also in the stress of, I can't believe this is happening. This is not how I thought parenting was going to be. Right. You know, um, you know, Mm -hmm. it it is, it's Mm -hmm. nice. I love that you're creating that community where parents and moms can reach out to each other that are walking a similar path. I mean, Mm -hmm. connection is so important. It's Mm so women particularly, I feel like we were talking, we've Mm -hmm. been talking about that a lot. Like (laughs) we just need that connection with other moms Mm -hmm. and the friends and Mm -hmm. the people about like soundboard bouncing ideas. And what do I do with this? Yeah. It works. Like it might even come to you just simply speaking it out loud to somebody that is listening and empathetic to you. And, um, absolutely. And you'll find that it's so many women. I can, I can tell the, where the autism moms are in their journey by how they receive what I say, or if I say, Hey, like how you just reached out to me and say, Hey, come on to be on this podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like, cause that's (laughs) You know, because that's where I am. I'm comfortable, but right. but I can tell where they are in their journey by their reaction or their question or their response or or how they post. A lot of them just they're afraid to even ask the question that their child is going. Through. I'm like, ask the question. Just I promise you, it's somebody in here that got the same issue as your child. You know, it's, oh, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. And I love how you're in, mm. including, sorry, no, no, no. You're good, um, you're good. including some professionals in the group too, because then you can get some people yeah. weighing in on a level of expertise too, that helps you feel um, that it's reliable and good information, you know? So that's important. And I want to say those professionals, those doctors that are in my, in my community, they found me off of oh. True Blue Brothers off my first page they they knew me through that page and they reached out to me like hey (laughs) you know I have children on the spectrum as well and it's shocking I mean I got I got I got moms in there that are doctors and therapists that have three and four and five kids on the spectrum you know and and they go through the same and it's it 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 is it may be it it may be uh, unbelievable but they go through the same stuff they do. And they have days where they are drained and crying and 
uncontrollable emotions because that's what autism does to the mom. You can, I don't care if you are a super mom, you're not supernatural. You're going to act and react from the things that you just think like, I can't believe this is going on right now. Like, you know, and they have everything to on right there at, that, at their hands and they still go through things and they still want to talk and they still want to connect and they still want to help and they still want to uplift and they still need encouragement. They call right. me and like, hey, give me some encouragement because I have a bad day. I just had a bad day, you know, so it's just not, you know, our typical moms that can't work. It's it's moms that work. It's, it's professionals. It's, it hits everybody. It, it hits everybody. vision of the future for your business what are you working on currently I'm so happy you asked that <laughs> I haven't even said anything but I'm actually working on a book and it <laughs> and hopefully it will yes it, oh my god I, I'm so excited that you asked me that I was not gonna say that <laughs> yes but I am literally working on a book. I slowed down in the community more than what I would. I mean, I still post. I post yesterday. I mean, I post, but I slowed down a little bit in the community because I'm working on this book. Um, and it is um, different. You know, it is a different feeling because I'm going to start marketing. Um, I'm going to start telling people. And, um, Cats on the back. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is God saying, hey, just say it. Um, but it's different. It's, it's different. And um, I know everybody is gonna wanna gonna wanna read it because it's gonna be for it's gonna be for autism moms, but it's gonna be for people that are curious about autism moms. And um they get to see exactly what our world is, what we don't wanna say. I'm saying it. You know, I'm saying the yeah. curious one Cameron has educated me and there's been other family friends around me that have educated my perspective of what I didn't know what autism was until probably a few years ago and now I hear it more and more coming up and what that looks like what that spectrum even looks like I had no idea that the spectrum could be someone with an IQ of 180 you know, or a deficient IQ. It just kind of depends. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a broad spectrum. Autism is different than anything you can ever think of. Imagine. I yeah. I mean, I have a mom that her son was like the the best, the dean sure. 4.0 in his whole high school since 15, 15 years. I'm like, this is you got a genius, you know. <laughs> It's just she's like still struggling, probably <laughs> she's still yeah, and, but he struggling. can't tie his shoes, you know. Right. You you get what I'm saying? He absolutely he, he's yeah. a genius, but he can't do very simple things. He just yeah. learned how to use a spoon right, you know. He always you know food falls, so it's just um, it's different. 
And all of them are different and they're amazing though. They every yeah. single every single mom that I talk to loves to hug on their children, loves to love their children. It's something about an autistic kid that makes you just love them. Like they are just so lovable. And any little thing they do, I don't care what they do. It's like get it. Yes. <laughs> I don't care what they do. It's and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. They are really truly angels. Um, so I was excited to 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 start this book and it comes out next month. And I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Next you month. Said, oh, I'm writing a book. I that thought, oh, you're just starting. You're right. Yeah. I don't want to share the date, the actual date okay. next month, because I'm praying on that. But I, I'm pretty, it's pretty much that. But I will let you guys know um, okay. about it. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, we also have a um, a um, resource fair, um, and this resource fair has um, several people on it on the roster. I think it's like 15 autism moms that are in there, and it includes mega churches. Um, so they're going to come in and they want to pump special needs ministries in oh. um, in different churches. They want to expand that. So every church can understand that it's important to have a yeah. special needs ministry so the parents can okay. worship yeah. without worrying. Yeah. Well, Ooh, that's worship, worship, worship without worry. Come on. Worship yeah. without worry. Going to church is like a respite for me. Our church fortunately mm -hmm. has a, um, a special needs program mm -hmm. called Exceptionally Blessed. And that was like one of my criteria to find mm -hmm. a church that can <laughs> help my kids so that I can go have time with Jesus and just worship and hear a message without distraction. Right. And it is one of the biggest gifts that I get. And, um, and I love that. When is the resource fair? Is it online? Is it in person? It's actually a virtual resource fair because it is um, people from Florida, Georgia, California, um, Texas. I mean, we have so many different um, people that are coming on and, and getting involved now. So it's going to be virtual and it'll be on our platform. It'll be on my platform and it'll also, it'll go through the Zoom platform and then it'll be it broadcast on several uh, platforms, but I believe it's the 18th of March and okay. I think we're looking at 9 a.m., so I will, um, I'll send you guys the link. Um, so if that. anybody want to register, they can register. And this is for parent. This is for everybody. You know, this okay. is for everybody cool. can tap in and then we'll have breakout rooms where, um, if you're interested in a certain topic, you get to, you get to hear all the presenters first, and then you go into a break room and you break out and you get to learn about all these different resources in your area and resources in their area. And you also get to connect to these people. And this is a free fair. This is this. this wow. So we're super excited. It's our first one. Yes. The first of many. So God be the Lord. Hopefully. Yes. Awesome. Please. Proclaim it. Send us yes. the link. Yes, please. Yeah. Now our plan for this episode is um, we're releasing the first episodes in the first week of Autism Awareness Month in April. So by the time this airs, your book your will book already be out. out. <laughs> uh, that, that resource fair will already have been done and yes. we can uh, maybe get a recap Follow of it. Yeah, yeah for yeah. for yeah. our release or at the time that actually. But yeah. but yeah, that was kind of our goal is to coincide with Autism Awareness Month. And, and so that's the plan. 
but I am so happy for you. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. It's going to do well. You're going to do very, very well. would you give um, someone who is dreaming about an idea to start a business? They focus. <laughs> they focus, they dedicate it. It, 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 it requires discipline. Mm. Every single day, it requires discipline. It has to be important to you. It has to be um, something that will help others. It, it, it's so, so important that you don't put yourself first at all. You are thinking about other people because, you know, that's first off, that's why the Lord has us here. We, we're here for a purpose. You know, it's it's not just about you. It's, it's, it's about God's children as a whole, everybody. I don't care. Man, woman, boy, girl, it, it, it it's for everybody. So um, you really have to be disciplined. And remember when you get started, there's no stopping. There, there, there's no stopping. You you have to know when you start a business, don't stop. Think about when you start a business, think about Walmart. Think about Target. They're not thinking about stopping. They're not thinking about, you know, shutting down because they have a bad day. No, 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 no. They, they have people in mind. We need groceries. We need towels and you know so so at the end of the day you have to think about that and um the discipline will come if you are willing to be disciplined if you're willing to be consistent and then and you ask god for help and and prayer is important so when you fall you know what to do and he comes right on time prayer is not anything to be played with it is very very serious it does work and um, once you apply those things, discipline, consistency, prayer, it, it matters. And, and once you apply those things, then your business comes. And then you'll be blessed because you know that the work is not in vain. The work comes. It, and, and at first, look, it's going to be slow. It's going to be rocky. It's going to seem like it ain't nobody's wanting it, wanting it. Nobody really cares like you. But if you keep going and you keep your discipline, and you keep your consistency, and you just keep going, just like this podcast, if y'all just keep going, if y'all just keep going, and y'all just stay focused, and y'all just stay ground, I don't care if it's one view, it just keep going, it's going to turn into something that you have never, ever seen, and people are going to be so blessed by it, I promise you, it's, it's, it, that's how it works, with any business, with any business, that's how it works, that's the key. We needed that. Yes. Our audience needed that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's encouraging. It is encouraging. That is encouraging. I just thought of a quick question. Yeah. Can I interject yeah, something? Yeah. Go ahead. I know it's not on our no, list. No, no. no it's <laughs> I'm going rogue. <laughs> um, right. uh, I just am thinking, how do you balance mom life with what you're doing and the vision that you have? Great question. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
the way I balance it is um it's it's almost like um I have to prepare if that makes sense. I have to um have a, a set schedule. I have to know, okay, so I know they're gonna be at school this time to this time. I know if you know if you're a working mom, you know, I'm know I'm gonna be at work, so and so and so and so. And you dedicate certain time slots for your purpose. You dedicate certain time slots and you make sure that your, your family and friends know, your husband knows if you have a husband, your, you know, anybody that's around you that's connected to your inner world, your, 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 your personal, you know, your personal space. Everybody knows that, hey, six to eight, I'm unavailable. Hey, you know, your kids know six to mommy is, you know, like you have to be disciplined. It goes back to discipline and, and you cram in as much as you can within those time frames, and then your um your your mommy nights, I call that when everybody sleep, you know when mm-hmm. everybody got to sneak downstairs. Yes. You to, yes. Your mommy night, writing? Yes. is that when you're writing that book? Yes, that's so- when I'm writing. Yes, <laughs> it is quiet and nobody's. You know, okay. you take that forty five minutes to an hour to stick that in there or in the mornings early in the mornings you know you you dedicate yourself to wake up it's a it's a dedicate i mean you got to be dedicated and you have it's a sacrifice sacrifice. it's a sacrifice but every sacrifice comes with what reward it comes with reward so remember once that sacrifice so i have that that morning the mommy mornings and those mommy nights and then my my time where everyone knows and it don't have to be long it can be an hour it can be it it adds up. Yeah, it adds right. up. And you get excited when your hour comes because it's like I got so much to download, you know. When it comes, it's like, okay, 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 okay. You know, <laughs> it just starts happening. It just starts happening. It starts happening. It's amazing. That's awesome. Especially I think when you're in line with God's vision mm-hmm. and what he has. And that's always my prayer for what we're doing mm-hmm. for Puzzle Ranch. Yes. Everything that I'm involved in is God, mm-hmm. please just line my heart up with your vision that you have. Mm-hmm. And I know that he um, doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Right. And so I just trust in that and keep plugging at it, pl- keep plugging <laughs> away and keep trusting that he will just keep yeah. equipping me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Equipping yeah. Us exactly. To do the thing. So yeah. To keep absolutely. going. I love those moments. I I just, I love those mommy moments where you just get 15, even if it's 15 minutes, mm-hmm. an hour, it's quiet in the house. There's yeah. like not a peak. There's no mommy, mommy. And I only have the one child. And it's, I still look forward to those moments where I can yeah. just kind of either reconnect with God or I can work on a project, something that he gave me, something that right. I, you know, I feel excited about. So yeah, I love that. I love Absolutely. That. And I'm going to say, um, you always know when it comes from the Lord. And I just found it. And I found this out. You always know when it comes from the Lord, when you are really not in control, like these things are coming in and you really don't, you personally really don't want to do it. It's like, <laughs> you know, and you know yeah. that that's not you, you know, it is like, I got to do this because he wants me to do it. You, you know, and, and once you begin to do it, it just starts to come together on its own. And you just have to believe that. And then, of course, you know, the enemy, he's going to bring that little fear in you. You're going to be a little, well, what if it don't happen? What if it, you got to ignore it. You got to ignore that. But you know that this is going to give 
God the glory. You know, yeah. for he's gonna find, he's gonna get something out of this. So yeah. this is what I have to do. I must do it. It's gonna help. I must do it. You know, I must do it. And it changes the game on everything that you touch. Everything that you touch, it's gonna change. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. I know, I oh, it. I love that. <laughs> that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's see, knowing what you know now, if you could do it again, okay, what would you do differently? Wow. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, I really want to say, um, I wouldn't change it because God has um, certain things in place where I learn through my pain. Um, and so the things that I was afraid of, the things that I felt like was overwhelming, um, my oldest son, he eloped a lot of times, you know, he, I mean, he's an eloper, like he has done some unreal things that I don't even have time to talk about, but he really, <laughs> and, it, and it really like, it gave me more power after I didn't break down. It gave me more power and strength after I didn't lose my mind, if that makes sense. And, yeah. um, and I can tell somebody else that is going through that situation and I can do it with um with 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 pride and and with positivity and with strength and knowing that I'm telling the truth like you going to feel it you going to know that I know you going to know that I'm real like you going right. to feel it when I talk to you so I don't want to remove that or change anything that happened to me because if I remove that it almost makes me feel like I would be weak I won't be strong okay, yeah. like I am now. Wow, yeah. So I would say nothing, I guess. <laughs> Explain eloping because, you know, some people in the audience may not know what eloping Sure, sure. <laughs> elopement, elopement is real. Elopement is real. So elopement is basically um, when your child leaves your home or leaves your um your place of where they are with whomever you have them with they just automatically leave and you don't know where they are um and um and and I'll give you just a couple of examples my my oldest son um when he was about 6 um uh, we were staying on we we were in a in on a street off of a street off of a very busy um highway I wouldn't say high well it is a high, highway and um it was two sides of it so it was like cars going down cars coming up cars going down cars coming and and one day I was very sick I had the flu and um he couldn't go to school at that time because he was eating rocks and dirt outside and he was throwing chairs six now he was throwing chairs and everything in the classroom and the teachers was like we don't know what to do with him so you know you gotta stick keep him home for a bit but and so I think he was home for about four days. And then I just got the flu all of a sudden. And my husband was like, I got to go to work. And I was like, okay, you know, even though I was like completely out of my mind, I was so sick. And my husband was like, we got to get some money. He has to work. So he's the, he's the sole provider. So he left and I had JJ and I thought that JJ, um, no, he fell asleep. 
because he didn't sleep that night. So he was asleep. I said, okay, I'm going to just close my eyes real quick. Since he sleep, I'm going to sleep. And I woke up because I felt the breeze on my feet. And he in my room was like toward my back door at that time in that home. And um, I just woke up because I felt that small breeze. And when I woke up, I seen lights, like um, daylight, like light, like sunlight coming in my house in the back. And I just jumped up and I didn't hear him because you can always hear him with all these noises. So I jumped up out of my mind. I was so sick with the flu. I couldn't barely see. I jumped up, I had a robe on, no shoes, and I jumped up in the back, you know, the back door, the back door was completely open. I said, he is gone. I came from my, uh, from my backyard. I came up to my front yard and I just started screaming, help. I remember just screaming, help me, help me. I got goosebumps talking about it. Help me. And I was like in tears, like somebody help, you know, and I just walked out and I heard a girl. And I don't know where this girl came from, but she was like, hey, you looking for a little boy? And I said, yeah. And she said, he's down there at the store. He, they called the police on him. And I jetted across. The, it took me a minute to even cross the highway from my house. And she walked with me. She had to literally carry me because I was so tired. I didn't have no shoes on. She said, I got you. Come on. I said, he got autumn. She said, yeah, I figured that because he had a diaper on. And he, you know, and he was just walking. She, I was like, he ain't got no clothes on. She said, no, he ain't got no clothes on. I was like, oh my gosh. So I finally got across the street. We finally waited till the car stopped and we went across the street. I opened up the store um, door and he was on the floor eating chips and eating, drinking Gatorade and eating cookies and just stuff all around him. And I'm looking at the, the police officer because he had just made it there. And I'm looking at the, uh, the the store worker and she had called the manager. So he had to be there for at least 15, 20 minutes. And I said, I am so sorry. I have the flu. He got autism. How much is this? And they said, you don't have to pay for nothing. You don't. It's, it's okay. I said, please don't lock me. She, he was. I under the police officer said, I understand. You know, wow. get your baby. And I lifted him up, and I asked that girl to walk me back across because I could barely see wow. to walk me back across the street. And the reason why he did that is because he had. Uh, we were taking breads and sugars away because when when that is out of his diet. He acts better. He is not um, having meltdowns. I don't know if your audience knows about meltdowns, but it's basically is a meltdown. is kind of like a tantrum, but we don't say tantrum because it's it's a sensory overload. And I don't know if I, I don't have time to talk about all of yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah. But it, it's like a it's like a heightened sensory, and it's like they are trying to. It's almost like they're pulling, like they want to get out of their skin, kind of. So they just. They are loud and they are just, and so the breads and the sugars does something to my son. And so we stopped that and he, and that was his first time eloping. And that's what elopement is. And uh, that's just the first of many times. And I'm going to tell you, that's why we know that God has his hand on my son because he went through this busy hot and did not get hit. This is a bait. He did not get hit. I We had to sit there for at least a minute or two for these cars to stop going back and forth, for us to even cross. But he crossed. Wow. 
it's like how amazing that is amazing and I think the other amazing thing where he had to be involved too is the people in the store right like yeah wow that could have gone a completely different way (laughs) right and amazing that they were so kind and so compassionate yeah to the situation because that I know there's stories out there that are that doesn't happen for sure and, and, um, and, the, and the crazy thing about it is every time he eloped, that's where he was going to the store. He's going to the store. Yes. Is that where y'all oh, shop? Yeah. Was he familiar with that store? Because you guys go there and shop. He's familiar <laughs> with this is this is shocking, you guys. He's familiar with every convenience store. It's a convenience store that has <laughs> chips and Gatorade and cookies. And he's going there. He is right. leaving, he going, and he's eloped maybe five times. And we've moved. Oh, and this goodness. last time that he eloped recently, he he went five miles before the police <gasps> found him. And he's 13. And this oh, just happened gosh. about two or three weeks ago. <gasps> Literally. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, girl. Holy and cow. He, and he was found mm. in the convenience store eating chips, eating cookies, eating Gatorade. And that and that worker, she said he he opened up the door. And she seen him and she and, and he and he closed it. Then he opened it up again and she noticed that he was a kid. This was six o'clock in the morning. It's raining, it's dark, it's cold. He didn't have any shoes on. This just happened two, three weeks ago. Oh my god. It's freezing outside. It's wet. He walks across two highways. <sighs> and it's five, the convenience store is five miles away from my home. I'm in I'm in a whole different home now. Right. And she said she opened up that door and she said, come on in. The second time he opened and he walked in and he started eating chips and Gatorade and cookies. And she politely okay. walked over and locked the door so he wouldn't get out. And, she called the police. and then she said, you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay for it. Oh, wow. Yes. That's wow. a lot, guys. That's a lot. Lo- okay. Okay. Right. Oh, my well, Courtney, we thank you so much for thank sharing you. your stories with us. And um, I appreciate your time um, and giving us time, your time on this podcast. And I love to hear everything that you're doing and that you're working on. And um, I look forward to seeing your book and reading it. Is it going to be on audiobooks? Please tell me. Yes. It will okay. Be on- <laughs> Good. Because that's I, my I, favorite I, for this month. <laughs> Absolutely. And the way the way I the way I um interview, it'll be it'll be like that. It'll be like, oh, what's gonna happen? It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like that for sure. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Courtney. It was lovely to speak with you and meet you. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> awesome. so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Living Inspired Podcast.
be sure to share it with your friends and family. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Help other listeners find us by leaving a review.